I've just been like watching like Family Guy clips on YouTube Naturally. for like four hours straight recently, and there was <laughs> there was one bit where Quagmire he's like trying to sleep and like there, someone's making noise and he's like ugh gotta use my white noise machine and then he turns it on and it's just the sound of a woman going no stop somebody help <laughs> and he's just like uh. <laughs> that is not okay <laughs> dude Family Guy gets away with some wild shit yeah man. All right, uh, who went first last time? Should we just rock, paper, scissors, shooter? Sure, yeah, that sounds fair. Where are our stories? Let's see if we can uh, jolt our memory. Mine was, um, well, it was a Commodus Cave Cannibals last week? No, Commodus Cave Cannibals. No, last week? Yeah, no, no, you went first because you talked about the Roman Emperor first. Also, last last week. week? It was two weeks ago. I've had this written for a week. (laughs) I talked about some fucking... No, yeah, because I talked about the Scottish cannibal dudes. Is that last week? That was last week. By the way, can we pause? I'm going to go uh, grab a Bud Light soda seltzer. Oh, can you grab me a White Claw? Yeah, babe. <laughs> For the audience viewing at home, you may be wondering why I'm wearing a hat and sunglasses. Well, it's because it's a beautiful day. So I figured I'd embody the summer vibes, you know, throw on the chubbies. So if you're listening to uh, the audio podcast, oh, God, I thought you were going to throw that. Uh, yeah, if you're listening to the audio podcast, <laughs> turn it off, go on YouTube, and you can uh, check out my uh, shiny inner thighs. I mean, shouldn't you also, like, ready on the count of three? On the count of three. Off? On the count of three. Oh, I did. Oh, uh, three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> shouldn't you also tell them not to uh, shut off our, my main form of income? <laughs> no, because they're going to view it on YouTube. The joke is that this is my main form of income. Are we rock, paper, scissoring, or what? Scissoring. <laughs> no, you uh, you went first last time. Okay, so you go first. All right, Ryan. I can't find my coast. I wrote a script here, by the way, and I'm uh, not going to refer to it at all. Oh, good. Um, I'll wait for you. Oh, yeah. you, oh, oh no, I, I can't put find on a coaster. coaster. See how trained I am? Dude, <laughs> I'm finally I fucking, fucking house broken. scream at you every yeah, time. Yeah, it really like, hurts. Black cherry? You couldn't even give me a ruby grapefruit? I yelled. I said, hey, do you want black cherry or ruby grapefruit? I was talking to the audience. <laughs> and then I heard that you were distracted, so I decided to grab black cherry because I think it's the worst. But what an ass. All right, Ryan. Ryan. Do you believe in ghosts? No. Oh. All right, well... <laughs> You can go then. <laughs> ghosts are just you want to you want to know my explanation for ghosts. I do. Ghosts are people with mental illness. Uh, the yeah, ghosts themselves it. have <laughs> mental illnesses. No, people who believe in ghosts have mental illness. Well, and they just want to believe in something. You're gonna be fucking shocked by my story. I, I, my story. You know, I ghost hunters. Here. Yeah. All of them crazy. I mean, yeah, that show is kind of like just weird to like watch. The big bald guy who's also a plumber. <laughs> Maybe that's how he got his first experience, or whatever they call it. He <laughs> was fucking unclogging a shitter in a haunted yeah, mansion. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> he bent over. <laughs> the real ghost was the poop inside of us. Get <laughs> my big ass nose on the microphone. <laughs> All right. So, Ryan, since you don't believe in ghosts, I don't know how well you're going to take this story, but this is the Convince one. Convince me. And only case in the entire world of a man who was convicted of murder after death by a ghost wait what <laughs> wait what <laughs> isn't a lot of people no you can't be convicted either way a ghost helped commit convict this man of murder a ghost a ghost and it's like an actual recorded thing which i'm going to talk about i mean so are the salem witch trials they were still real you can't tell me they didn't happen yeah but i can also <laughs> tell you that they weren't witches <laughs> I don't know. Science hasn't got there yet. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, continue. All right, so uh, uh, have you ever heard of the Greenbrier Ghost? No. No. All right, (laughs) I guess I'll tell you about it. (laughs) But you would have made my job easier if you just said yes. So, the Greenbrier Ghost is the name popularly given to the alleged ghost of Elva Zona Hester Shue, who I will now be referring to as... Hester, because God damn it, her name is very long. Elva Zoner Hester Shoe. Elva, Elva Zona, Zona. To, to Elva space Zona, like space Arizona. Hester Shoe. Hester Shoe. Her name's Shoe. Well, last name. Yeah, but still. One of her many names. I don't know if I mean, Zona's her middle like name. Richie Jordans. What? <laughs> or like Tommy Adidas. Ooh. Oh, oh, yeah, but it's Shoe S H U E. Oh continue all right so uh, uh hester was a young woman in greenbrier county west virginia which is in the u.s for our international west audience virginia, the rich man. she was murdered in 1897 by the way the <laughs> so, so uh, uh her murder was initially judged a death by natural causes uh which the court later declared that the woman had been murdered by her husband following testimony by the victim's mother mary jane hester in which she claimed that her daughter's spirit revealed the true cause of death. Wait, what? 1890? 1897 in West Virginia. Yeah, so that's so probably all you need to know. stupid back then. Also. I mean, it's also West Virginia. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, I'm which sure, is like the shitty Virginia. Yep. I'm sure if you still brought like a case like this up again, it, and, like the one place it would be like actually given credit is West Virginia. Yeah. Or Florida. Like Panhandle, Florida. Get animals to like be fucking witnesses in murder cases down there still. Just <laughs> pig saw it all, Your Honor. <laughs> My pet tarantula doesn't see the whole thing. All right. So, in October of 1896, Hester met a blacksmith named Erasmus. Erasmus. Jesus Christ, Erasmus Stribling. <laughs> Erasmus Stribling. Yep. Uh, oh, sorry. They all have long fucking names. Erasmus, Stribling, Trout, Shoe. <laughs> Trout, Shoe? <laughs> Wait, so the same last name? Well, yeah, like her... Like, the same last name because they married. Oh, this is her mom. Sorry, did... I'm not paying attention. No, 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 no. This is the chick. Oh. The, the, oh, okay. The, yeah, the yeah, chick yeah, yeah. met and then her... Do- because gotcha. when okay, you get okay, married, okay, get she it, just kept it. her I entire full it. name. I get it now. Because why she, are you wearing you know, sunglasses? <laughs> it's a summer vibe, Owen. Uh, dude, it's warm out. There's a beautiful breeze. Here in Boston, it's 63 out? I think it's in like something Oh. My Alexis, it's 63. Oh, oh 64. Huh? By the way, uh, GPS this is the warmest it gets here, you know? 61 North. You're just going to give our home address via... Give our exact GPS coordinates. <laughs> for anyone who's, you know, creepy enough to And IP see the... address and both of our social security if numbers. If anyone wants to see Ryan's, Ryan's legs in real life. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, so she married Erasmus Stribling Trout Shoe and, bef- and married him soon that year. I just said the same fucking... So they really uh, just... rushed into things. Yeah, they rushed into it. She, uh, uh, Yeah. He was a blacksmith, by the way. So that, I'm going to get money it. back then. Probably had big ar- like forearms like Popeye yeah. and shit. Real grizzled hands. Mm, sexy West Virginia accent. <laughs> <laughs> One of those where you can't really understand what they're saying. <laughs> Please tell me he was like uh, some of the like people that lived in like the hills. I uh, I don't know where Greenbrier County is, but I'm sure if you like Google mapped it, it would probably be like west west. You know, not like Virginia County line kind of west. Like Virginia, like I mean like West Virginia. Yeah, I love those like accents where 
They basically just like mumble. Yeah, like, and you don't know what the fuck they're saying. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna do you one hell of a guy. I want to like take the your fucking, hand um, in marriage. You know, I just like, brought you with my blackman <laughs> career. Like, like that guy from Waterboy. I don't know if you ever seen that movie, the Adam Sandler movie. I was thinking the guy from um, Django. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so was it Greenbrier? Greenbrier County. Yeah. Okay, continue. Uh, so before or even during the marriage, it is possible that um, Hester herself may not have known that he already had a criminal record and had served two years in a state penitentiary, Ryan, for the heinous crime of horse theft. Yeah, that's they took that. That's a shady man right there. there. Yeah, that's literally just like that's the OG Grand Theft Auto dude. Take it. To, yeah, 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 he's looking it up. It's like, hold on. <sighs> Sure, you this can is... continue, dude. I told you. Well, to I continue. just told a joke and you didn't even fucking listen, so <laughs> it wasn't good. That's oh. why I didn't fucking listen to it. No, I even wrote that in the <laughs> script. <laughs> it is actually right on the fucking border. Of uh, Virginia. Yeah, it's by. Uh, uh, it's near uh, Roanoke. Ah. Uh, and Lynchburg. I, they still have a town named Lynchburg. <laughs> they gotta change that. Uh, all right. So, also, she may not have known that her husband at the time had been unhappily married twice before. Ready? The first wife divorced him after he abandoned her and their child. The second wife, Ryan, <laughs> died when the <laughs> when he claimed to have accidentally dropped a brick on her head when he was working on the roof. Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> he was working on the roof, saw her, and was just like, oh! <laughs> now, normally, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, roofs are made with shingles and yep. not bricks. Yeah, he just had a brick on the roof and was just like, where is she? <laughs> Uh, so he's got a shady past. Don't so get horse theft. N- I doubt none of this came up in like premarital counseling. Uh, probably not. Yeah, no. no, no. I mean, they weren't married for long either. So oh, okay, you know, he's just a good guy, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on the morning of her death in 1897, according to the Monroe Watchman, which is like the weird fucking paper for some reason named down there, uh, Shu left his blacksmith, blacksmith shop and went to a nearby house, asking the boy who lived there to see if his wife. Uh, wanted to send to the store for anything. So he went to another house and be like, hey, can you ask my wife if she like wants to go grocery shopping for me? Why do you... Rather than going to the house and being like, hey, honey, you want to go grocery shopping? Like, That's weird. That's suspicious. Very. Also, the fact that it's just like a random fucking, like, like I don't know, just a child. <laughs> you don't even know the kid. So, um... Well, people were friendly with their neighbor, neighbors back then. Did you ever hit recording? Oh, thank God. Yeah, it was... I was talking about... Or you hit recording when you were talking about, uh... I had a mild panic attack. What, what, what were you talking about? What I don't know. Continue. That? All right. Either way. Uh... Oh, yeah. So, uh... Once the boy arrived at the house, he reportedly found a dead body. <laughs> it was her. She was dead. That's, Wait, that's the... Why would he ask the kid if he just killed her? I don't know. Well, I think he was trying to create an alibi for himself, being like, I'm clearly working at the blacksmith shop mm, and went okay. to the house next door to ask if he could check on my kid because I'm so busy today. Some I can't... smart West Virginia yeah. logic right you there. You know, I can't, I'm clearly busy, so I can't ask my wife if she can go grocery shopping for me, so I'm going to ask the neighborhood boy to go ask her. Makes sense. Because I'm so busy. If only he had killed her with an icicle. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter, dude. Her ghost came back. Oh, true. Uh, true. Yeah. Uh, so there are two different accounts um, as to like her cause of death, but the the weird West Virginia doctor ruled it as either a death from childbirth, but she wasn't pregnant, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or uh, also that uh, she may have just had a heart attack. 
So there's that. <laughs> so I assume he like strangled her to death. Yeah, yeah, actually, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so either way, the boy found her dead, and he reportedly ran back to Mister Shu, uh, who then requested a doctor for his wife because that was the EMS of the day—a doc that would like take forty-five would minutes. Take a horse with like that yep. little bag with a yep. stethoscope in yeah, it, yeah, and just like a morphine syringe, <laughs> and like probably like a handkerchief. And be like, well, there's nothing more I can do. Yeah, exactly. She's got the tuberculosis. She will die in a lot of pain. <laughs> So either way, the guy went, like, the kid found him again and be like, hey, mister, your wife's dead. And then he went back with a doctor, requested a doc, and then the doc was like, looks like she died of childbirth. So he, he's making it look good. Yeah. Yeah. He's but she died of childbirth. Remember that. Okay. She wasn't pregnant. It's strange that they <laughs> It's a very weird to that. diagnosis of a doctor and be like, ah, just a woman probably died of childbirth. <laughs> <laughs> probably period hit too hard this month. <laughs> <laughs> Spent too long on the burlap. <laughs> Did they give him just burlap? Like, what, yeah. what did they use back in the that's day, right? The, that's what the term on the rag means. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> burlap. Dude, that is the most coarse material I have ever touched Not is burlap. Not very absorbent. No. no. All right. So, according to the Greenbrier Independent, which is also another uh, fucking news source at the time, they reported that Trout Shoe's trial for murder... Wait, what the fuck am I saying? Did I just skip everything? You said you were going to go off script, so this is on brand. Now it's so, yeah, either way, according to the great... This is the next bullet point. Uh, Trudeau's trial for murder that after Dr. Knapp was in... Oh, all right. So the doctor, Dr. Knapp, was unable to resuscitate Hester because childbirth, you know, just puts you right out. The Batman mask on. Oh, no. Batman. Uh, so Shu requested the doctor to, quote, make no further examinations of the body. And that he assisted in dressing the body and, in doing so, put around the neck a high collar and a large veil, uh, several times folded around her neck, and tied it in a large bow under her chin. That the the head was observed by a number of witnesses to be very loose upon the neck and would drop from side to side, if not supported. (laughs) And he was just like, hold on, doc! (laughs) Just, like, tied her neck really tight and be like, it's childbirth, doctor! (laughs) Can I speculate that the the high collar and the uh thingy was to hide the uh, strangle marks correct but i okay. think it's really weird so he shows up to the house with the doctor and it's like hey doc here's a tw- here's a 20 it's clearly childbirth right and doc's like guess it's childbirth and then other people started showing up so he's like oh fuck doc stopped dressed her <laughs> covered her neck and just like tied shit around her head so, so her neck no wouldn't would go notice, all so that no one wouldn't <laughs> would notice her fucking yeah. floppy ass neck it worked huh. So, uh, <laughs> it was just ruled that she died of childbirth or a heart attack, and I, I don't know why. But, so, regardless, Zona Hester was buried with no charges filed against Mr. Shu. Moy. Just like that. So, Mary Hester, Zona Hester's mother, uh, reported that her daughter had appeared to her several times, uh, when she was dead, obviously, um, and told her what had really happened. Ready, Ryan? She appeared twice. On the twice. first night, Ryan. She complained that she didn't have meat for dinner. That was it. (laughs) But Ryan, on the second night, (laughs) she claimed that her daughter told her that, in fact, she didn't die of a heart attack nor childbirth, but that she died at the hands of her husband. But also, do you have some meat? (laughs) Yeah, we still don't have any meat up in this place. (laughs) But can you imagine going on trial and be like, yeah, she appeared to me twice, and then they're like, oh, what'd she, what'd she say the first night? Like, she was really upset she didn't have any cow meat. Miss like, Hester, did you witness the murder? Nah, a ghost told me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what the ghost tell you? No meat. <laughs> well, at first she had said, there was no meat. And then she had said, 
That bitch got strangled. <laughs> so, uh, so you might be thinking, how on earth could a ghost story from a grieving mother be taken seriously? Yeah, Ryan? in what way is this admissible in court? Yep. It's just West Virginia. That's my explanation. I don't have anything else besides it's West Virginia. (laughs) So Mary Hesser reportedly told her story, uh, told this story of her daughter's ghost to the county county prosecuting attorney who was intrigued by said ghost story. "Hmm, (laughs) That's a good story. But so he actually looked into the witnesses, looked into this. And he looked for the witnesses for corroborating evidence. I can never say that word right. And, Ryan, he found exactly that. Uh, Dr. Knapp reported to the prosecutor uh, how the husband, Mr. Shu, had prevented a full exam of the body and even went so far as to dress the body of his wife while the doctor was still attempting an examination. (laughs) Uh, Don't look at her! Don't look at her! I'm not done yet! (laughs) Dr. Knapp and witnesses also reported the, quote, looseness of her neck. (laughs) Uh, so apparently the evidence was enough for the prosecutor at the time to order an exhumation of the body, uh, where during the autopsy, the cause of death was found to be strangulation. Ryan, Ooh. just like her ghost said. Ah. <laughs> uh, so uh, Trout Shoe was then put on, to, on trial for Mary Hess, or no, Mary Hess is the mom, fucking Zona Shoe's murder. Mary Hess testified that, quote, it was no dream. Uh, according to the Greenberg Independent, she came back and told me that he was mad that she didn't have no meat cooked for supper. But the second night, she told me that her neck was squeezed off at the first joint. As just, she told me. That's the quote. <laughs> Apparently, that's what she said on trial. So basically, I mean, they didn't actually use the, like, ghost story. Okay, all right. But in a way. To convict the guy. No, but the ghost story is what got the prosecutor to be like, maybe just murder this. Yeah. And then looked into it. And then the mom on trial was just like, no, my daughter's ghost told me. So, yeah. Makes sense. Um, so it took the jury only one hour to return a verdict of murder in the first degree, recommending that Shu be confined to the state penitentiary for the rest of his life. Uh, though the evidence was entirely circum... Oh, this is a quote, by the way. Though the evidence was entirely circumstantial, the verdict meets general approval, the newspaper The Greenbrier Independent reported. Huh. Uh, Shu died in the third year of his sentence from the flu epidemic of 1900. <laughs> uh, no one from his family came to claim his body. <laughs> Did he get uh, dressed up and put in a, uh, uh, yeah, a haunted just, house? Yeah, and then ended up in a haunted house 100 years later. Uh, so the r- motive remains in question. Uh, Shu had a reputation for having a hot temper, and at least one account claims he abused a previous wife, the brick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a pretty good character slander to sway the jury, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the leading uh, like theory behind the murder is that it was just, quote, an unplanned act of violence. So Ryan, this ca- this case as well, a sp- she was probably not she probably wasn't cooking the meat right. Yeah, she wouldn't cook the that's meat right. That's why she didn't have meat in heaven. Yeah, and you know it was well he, done, not meat rare. He comes over and he's like, "Damn, Zona, is the meat ready?" And he, she's like, "You know, it's I I burned it. I had to throw it out." And then he's like, "God damn it, Zona!" They probably just boiled meat back then. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's the best way to cook meat. Just in the water till it's gray and like looks <laughs> so like dog scoop food. The scum off. Yeah, yeah, no offense to British people everywhere, but it's disgusting. Uh, so either way. Uh, if you go visit Greenbrier County, there was a, a little plaque on the side of a highway that says, quote, only known case in which testimony from a ghost helped convict a murderer. A fitting memorial for such a momentous mm. occasion. A but plaque yeah. on the side of the interstate. Yep, but it is the only case in which a testimony from a ghost, even though I guess it's not, that's what the sign says, but I guess. 
They didn't actually use it in court. Yeah, it's not actual testimony from the ghost itself. It's the mom saying she saw the ghost. Yeah, that convinced but the... The mom the telling lawyer. her ghost story to the prosecutor got the prosecutor to look more into the murder. Splitting hairs. Yeah, exactly. Boom! First ghost murder story. <laughs> I. That's it. I have a fun fact this week, Owen. Oh, you do? I didn't have one this week. Do you know the term okay? Like okay? Like okay. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that that comes from... The okay corral? No. <laughs> that comes from... Um, there was this weird like fad uh, when... Uh, people like had just moved to the U.S. and like they're setting up colonies and everything. Right. There's this weird fad among uh, British aristocrats. Already hate it. To uh, just abbreviate words in weird ways. Sick. So the word "okay" comes from the abbreviation of "all correct." I don't like that. Yeah, that's my fun fact. That upsets me. <laughs> <laughs> that upsets me deeply. Yeah, physically. All right. Okay, Owen. Motherfucker, your story time. I started, I watched the movie, The Men Who Stare at Goats recently. I told you about this. Great movie. Weird movie. Uh, Fucking Ewan McGregor, George Clooney. All-star cast right there. Kevin Spacey. We don't like him anymore, but we liked him back then when the movie came out. But wasn't that all fake anyways? It's all lies and like slander on Kevin Spacey. Yeah. I don't know, I didn't. Yeah, it was just like, it was Martha's Vineyard. You weren't paying attention to that? No. Or Nantucket. Either way, it was all slander. Continue. Anyways, there's this scene in the movie that depicts a shootout in a public square between a group of private military contractors and like a bunch of random Iraqi uh, nice. c- civilians. So that got me wondering, Owen, what shady shit have PMCs done in the mm. past? So we're going to go on a deep wa- dive, okay? Oh, oh, you almost said a, a, a deep, deep water. Deep water. Okay, black water. Who are they and what do they do? Okay. We're gonna. I'm gonna breeze through the beginning of this because it's not part of the story. But what was figure, that? Uh, what was that Mark Wahlberg movie? Was it like Deepwater Horizon, Blackwater <laughs> yeah, Horizon, something like that. Horizon, yeah. where he's on an oil rig. That yeah, it just blows up in Mexico or something. I've never seen it. I can do. So Blackwater was founded in 1996 by former Navy SEALs Eric Prince and Al Clark. Really? In, I, I, figured, I, I figured Blackwater is much older. No, 1996. Huh. Uh, it was formed by Eric Prince and Bla- Al Clark in uh, North Carolina. Prince described the company's purpose as this. We are trying to do for the national security apparatus what FedEx did for the Postal Service. God damn. I don't know what the fuck that means. That's but... just two Navy SEALs trying to put math into stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, in 1998, Blackwater purchased approximately 7,000 acres Jesus. of the... It's called the Great Dismal Swamp. Oh, that's in, so sad. It's on the North Carolina-Virginia border. Okay. So there, uh, he created his private training facility and uh, his contracting company, Blackwater, which he named for the peat-colored black of the swamp. No, that's depressing. Yeah. So Blackwater Lodge and Training Center officially opened on May 15, 1998, with a $6.5 million training facility Headed up by a man named Jamie Malam. We don't care. How'd they He's get the money important. for that shit? Uh, investors. Damn. Yeah. All right. So the training facility uh, comprised several ranges, indoor and outdoor, urban uh, reproductions, an artificial lake, and a driving track in Camden and Kurtikuk counties. Ooh, Cuck County. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there, Blackwater would train soldiers in the art of urban warfare. All right. Okay. So their first contract came in 2003 um they were contracted to provide 20 men with top secret clearance to protect the cia headquarters 
and other bases that were responsible for hunting Osama bin Laden. Love it. Yeah. So they basically get sent out to the Middle East to just like guard shit. All right. So Blackwater was one of the several private security firms employed uh, following the U.S. invasion of Afghanistan as well. Uh, now, Blackwater got a lot of contracts over the years, and we're just going to go through some of them real quick. In uh, August 2003, Blackwater received a $21 million contract for a personal security detachment and two helicopters for Paul Bremer, uh, who was the head of the U.S. occupation in Iraq. All right. $21 million. So, you know exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. We uh, start out. It's, it's harder now, I think. Definitely. I also have, like, very little experience in private security, even though I would sell myself to the government. We just got to, like, befriend some Navy SEALs, dude. I do know one. There we go. Mm. Foot in the door. Yeah. First in, the first in last out, or whatever. Boots yep. on the ground. Yep. I don't know. Um, You're saying shit. <laughs> Are those Call, Call of Duty quotes? <laughs> in uh, July 2004, Blackwater was hired by the U.S. State Department under the Bureau of Diplomatic Security's Worldwide Personnel Protective Security Services umbrella contract. For the umbrella per- Corps? <laughs> For the purpose of providing protective services in Iraq, Iraq, Afghanistan, Bosnia, and Israel. Not Bosnia. Yeah, dude. They're fucking all over the place. So, uh, the contract applied for two years and expired on June 6, 2006. It authorized 482 personnel and Blackwater. Yeah, so it authorized 482 personnel. And Blackwater received $488 million for its work. Jesus Christ, what'd they do? They did, like, security details and they shit. They fought shit? Yeah. Well, they didn't, like, actively go into battles. Yeah, But yeah. if, like, there was, like, a politician or whatever, like, Blackwater would guard them. Pull security. Yeah. Badass. Um, on September 1st, 2005, following Hurricane Katrina, which is, this is a weird one to be, Blackwater dispatched a rescue team and helicopters to support relief op- operations. Can you imagine you work all your life as, like, a fucking, like, shit stain, like, private EMS paramedic, no offense, and you're just, like, stuck on, like, a dinghy or something, like, rescuing guys, and there's black water next to you? I work for the town of New Orleans, these motherfuckers come in with their helicopters. Dude, Al, Al from Fallon went down to help during Katrina. Can you imagine Al? Fucking black water. Was that before or after he had an anoxic brain injury and shoots himself constantly? Maybe it caused it. <laughs> he squared it to a Blackwater guy. <laughs> but so, uh, Blackwater's presence after Katrina cost the federal government $240,000 a day. Jesus Christ. A day. For what, like five guys doing fuck all? For some dude in a fucking Zodiac being like, anybody in there? <laughs> dude, that's sick. Uh, in May 2006... I'm just looking at this as a business op, I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. In May 2006, uh, the United States Department awarded uh, WPPS to... I don't know what that is. Uh, the su- successor to its previous diplomatic security contract... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Under this contract, the State Department awarded Blackwater a contract for diplomatic security in Iraq. So they okay. do all this shit, and then finally they're like allowed to operate... Security in Iraq. All right. So under this contract... What Black- year was this, sorry? 2007. Okay. Uh, 2006. And it extended into 2007. All right. So under this contract, Blackwater was authorized to have 1,020 staff in Iraq. Blackwater's responsibilities included defending United States embassies in Iraq. Uh, so these motherfuckers are making out like little bandits, right? Yeah. Okay. However, a little scandal would change things up for Blackwater. 
in 2007. As in mass murder or something? It came to be known, <laughs> Owen, as the Nizor Square Massacre. Yep, all right. Oh, is that the reference to... Uh, this is what I assume that the scene... The Watching Goats or whatever the in, fuck the movie's called? So this, this is what I assume the scene in yeah. The Men Who Stare at Goats yeah, is based yeah. on. Okay, all right. So, I'm excited. Uh, on September 16, 2007, Blackwater agents were escorting United States diplomats away from the site of a bombing in Baghdad. Okay. The convoy consisted of the diplomats, 19 Blackwater agents, and four vehicles, and their call sign was Raven 23. Why 23? That's fucking so cool. Raven 23 on the air. What about 1 to 22? <laughs> They're out doing shit, man. <laughs> so, uh, the order of events are as follows. So, first Blackwater Raven 23 convoy enters Nazar Square from the south via an access road from Iraq or from the Iraq army base. Individuals take positions alongside the southern edge of the traffic circle to control entry. Next, an Iraqi traffic officer halts northbound traffic into Nizor Square. Okay? So they're entering from the south, and then they shut down everybody else coming up from the south. And then uh, northbound, a uh, Kia near the head of the line fails to stop. A Kia? Yeah, like a a vehicle. They have Kias? (laughs) Probably really old shit. I thought they all just had, like, white Toyota pickups. (laughs) Well, no, those are the bad guys. <laughs> are these not the bad guys, Ryan? We'll find out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, northbound, a Kia near the head of the line fails to stop. Um, the driver is shot dead. Uh, and, yeah, and the Kia's passenger, an Iraq traffic officer, and 14 more civilians in the column of northbound traffic subsequently are shot and killed. Jeez, all right, so one car... Kind of didn't like stop, so and they just lit the fuck out of all these from cars. From the south, going north, yeah, and they're and shutting down traffic are... going north. Yeah, and then an Iraqi security officer is like trying to stop this Kia. They don't stop, and then Blackwater just lights the fucking place up. Jesus Christ! So, interestingly enough, Owen, they weren't even supposed to be in Nazor Square. Nice, took a wrong turn. The Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, uh, the Blackwater commander, Jimmy Watson had received an order to stand by and not leave the green zone upon reaching a checkpoint. All so right. the green zone is like this, like... Safe place. In Baghdad, they had this, like, three-square-mile, like, super heavily fortified yeah, yeah. place where people could, like, pretty much walk without body armor. And then okay. if you left that, you had to, like, have a security detail with you. And this Jimmy Watson guy, who's the head of Raven 23, he's told not to leave the... He, he gets into a checkpoint because he's trying to leave, and then he... Is told not to leave, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Fuck it, we're making a tactical decision." Um, and so he like, it, it, but he made a tactical decision to advance into Nizor uh, Square after waiting a few minutes. They pretty much just got impatient and was like, "Fuck it, we're leaving." Nice. Um, upon information or upon informing the Blackwater Tactical Operations Center of this, he was ordered to return to the Green Zone. Uh, that seems like a safe order. Yeah. However, after Raven Twenty Three entered Nizor Square. Watson was ordered to, quote, lock down the traffic circle to expedite the travel of the other Blackwater team. So they're like, once once he's in there, they're like, fuck it, just shut everything yeah, down so these guys go. can get out. Yeah. Um, the Blackwater agents claimed that the approaching Kia was a credible threat as a possible car bomb. Oh, well, yeah, it's a Kia. <laughs> <laughs> Kia? Car? Bomb? K- killed in action, Kia? <gasps> ah, conspiracy! <laughs> um... So they claimed it was a possible car bomb and opened fire in self-defense. The driver of the Kia was shot once in the head by a Blackwater oh, contractor. That's a good ki- shot. Killing him. The Kia continued to roll forward after the driver was killed. And according to an eyewitness, 
Uh, Raven 23 continued to fire on it, killing the passenger, who was the driver's mother. Uh, <laughs> eventually, the queue was struck by a grenade incinerating it. Nice, dude. So, now I bet you're wondering, why did they continue to fire upon uh, not only the Iraqi traffic officer, but also 35 other civilians, Owen? Because, dude, once you start, you don't fucking stop. (laughs) (laughs) A report filed by the U.S. State Department claims that 8 to 10 attackers opened fire on Raven 23 from, quote, multiple nearby locations with some aggressors dressed in civilian apparel and others in Iraqi police uniforms, unquote. Yeah, obviously there was a guy with an RPG somewhere, too, right? Yeah, dude, on a rooftop or something with that, like, fucking shemag on. (laughs) So, after the uh, convoy had entered into Zero Square, uh, and that... Sorry, this does not flow well if you stop talking. Dude, have you seen anything I've written? (laughs) Have you heard me speak, Ryan? So it basically says all these fucking people started coming out of nowhere and shooting at them. Well, obviously, dude, if I hear gunshots outside my house, what am I going to do? Walk outside. Yeah, so... uh, And he claims that because all these, quote, credible threats came out of nowhere, they fired in self-defense. Absolutely. Now, I wasn't there, Owen, so... I almost this is speculation, but yep. it seems to me that the Raven boys just got scared and started mag-dumping a crowd. Dude, absolutely. So, Ryan, it's hard to tell the difference between a terrorist and a civilian where they... I wouldn't like it cut out. <laughs> so, I say this, like, I'm, my speculation of how they just got scared, I say this because uh, it's also reported that as Raven 23 was departing Nazura Square... Several members continued to discharge their weapons, nice. causing additional civilian deaths and injuries. All right, so, all right, question for you stemming off this, like, you know, excessive discharge of your weapon. Are these, I know there's, like, some qualifications to be in a PMC, and, like, you have to, look at, there's, like, boot camp and shit. Yeah. But, like, do you have to have, like, a police or military background, or can it just be, like, normally, you? I think they generally hire from police or military Yeah, background. okay. Because they so don't like, want some, like... Someone like me, who's just, like, fat and out of shape. Yeah, some and piece of shit. And even if you are, yeah. like, in shape, I think they still only want you. Yeah. Like, if... Because it shows... Like, if you have police or military background, it shows you're disciplined enough, quote-unquote. Yeah, clearly. You're not just some <laughs> random fucking hothead from Missouri. Yeah. Um, All right, fair enough. Also, I just... Did you know a guy, a guy from a... F- got hired by a PMC. Who? Uh, I don't know if you remember him. He worked for, like, three weeks, and I fucking hate it. He was a piece of shit. He, like, left the army because he, like, tore his bicep. Oh, like that guy? ask yeah, do you remember him? Yeah, he fucking. I he was like a fucking he, dude. He left. I would get the truck after him every shift, and then I would get so mad because we leave the truck like shit. You can't give me the truck like shit, dude. Uh, I got written up because there were curly fries in the fucking <laughs> in the passenger side door once. It was a hundred percent me. There was wait, that was the guy who he said he fucking ripped his bicep. Yeah, Seth, 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 bicep in half because he like it got tangled in a cord when he was jumping out of an airplane. Yeah. Yeah. And then he worked for for like two weeks. We like bullied him out. And then he's no kid. PMC. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of a different our kid. Our height, kind of gingerish, no, I, I think. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about, but the kid I liked was a different kid. Yeah, yeah, he was a piece of shit, dude. Like, you like, right? He was kind of weird, but he's I don't to think talk I to. ever talked to. I never saw him at Now he's now. coming to my fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, tangent. <laughs> <laughs> so. I totally lost my fucking <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Dude, it's, it's been too long since we've done an episode, so I'm all jazzed so up. So, the account from the Iraqi government uh, differs Who gives a slightly. fuck? Dude, they're not a real... So, uh, quote, an Iraqi government account of the incident stated that as the convoy drew close to the Nazor uh, Square, 
a Kia sedan with a woman and her adult son in it was approaching the square from a distance, driving slowly on the wrong side of the road, and that the driver ignored the police, officers whistle and uh, to clear a path for the convoy. And according to this account, the security team fired warning shots at him. lethal <laughs> fire at the Kia and then set off stun grenades to clear the scene. Iraqi police and Iraqi army soldiers mistook the uh, stun grenades for fragmentation grenades and opened fire at the Blackwater men, which uh, they Wait, so they were to with firing at the, the so, Iraqi guys. So they were shooting at friendlies. So, I, I figured it was just a civilian massacre. I didn't know there were like no, they killed Iraqi they killed army a dudes Iraqi here too. Security officer. Oh well, that goes back to my point earlier, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So Iraqi investigators also alleged that Blackwater helicopters fired into cars from the Love air. It. Oh, dude! <laughs> as at least one car had bullet holes in its roof. Blackwater had denied any use of aerial root, uh, units discharging weapons. All right, I, I got a question for you, Ryan. Yep. And now it's 100% rhetorical. <laughs> if I owned a private military company and I owned helicopters, they're going to get used. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a question, but the point is I understand. <laughs> well, part of their contract allowed them to bring two fucking military helicopters That's to, sick. into Iraq. I I I I'm, I know they're probably Blackhawks, but I would love to see a Blackwater Apache. Like a, like, I was gonna say like a Little Bird. <laughs> Yo, little Birds are fucking a sick. Couple guys hanging off the side. Yeah, dude, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um. So, the account by Blackwater or by the Blackwater firm differed from the Iraqi government's account. Naturally. Uh, yeah. Surprisingly, uh, Blackwater's account stated that the driver of the Kia sedan had kept driving toward the convoy, ignoring verbal orders, which was like. Confirmed by the Iraqi. He was also driving on the wrong side of the road, which is, yeah, you but, know. you know, they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even have. <laughs> um, so it, it ignored verbal orders, hand signal, signals, and water bottles thrown at the car. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know why they did that. Throw your grenade, sons, and the Iraqi guys are throwing water bottles because it's all they have. <laughs> they, uh, they why waste water in a desert? That's just irresponsible. That's a good point. Uh, and that it continued to approach the vehicle even when fired upon. An Iraqi policeman went over to the car possibly to help the passenger, but the vehicle kept moving and it looked to the guards as if the policeman was pushing the car towards the Blackwater group. Oh, so naturally. they were like, oh, this guy's in on it. So the cop also got capped is what you're saying? Yes. If I'm uh, a cop and I see Blackwater security, I'm not fucking well, making my presence see, known. Like, if you see fuck motherfuckers from a different country, yep. we, we tacked the yep. fuck out more nope. than you with fucking, like, nope. blacked-out SUVs. Fuck that. It's gonna be blocking the... traffic. Like, that's sus as fuck. It's going to be the scene from the town when the fucking... <laughs> yeah. When the you cop looks look over and is way. like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, in Blackwater's view, this confirmed that they were under attack by a vehicle bomb. Whereupon, they fired the car, killing both people in it and the Iraqi policeman. Uh, in response, the guards killing the Iraqi policeman... Or in, in response to the guards killing the Iraqi policeman, other Iraqi police officers began to fire the Blackwater men, who communicated to the State Department Operations Center that they were under attack. According to Blackwater's Vice President Marty Strong, the uh, convoy was hit by, quote, a large explosive device and repeated small arms fire, which disabled a vehicle. Several sources have stated that the explosion was caused by a mortar round, though this is not reflected in the State Department's incident report. All right. So they're basically just, like, making shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Justifying... Cover just, your ass. Justifying murder. Yeah. So, 
The New York Times reported that during the chaotic incident at Missouri Square, one member of the Blackwater security team continued to fire upon civilians despite urgent ceasefire calls from his colleagues. Dude, that guy wanted to murder. So even like the guys camping civilians were like, yep. bro, settle Stop. down. And he's just like, I'm here to kill! <laughs> There's so, always one guy. <laughs> yeah, this is why they only hire, like, fucking ex-Navy SEALs. Because yep. they don't want people doing this. There's one fucking happens. guy. Yeah. yeah. So, the incident was allegedly resolved only after the Blackwater contract uh, contractor pointed his weapon at the man still firing and ordered him to stop. Jesus Christ. So, this guy just loved killing brown yeah, people. Yeah, he clearly... Oh. <laughs> Am I wrong? Uh, all in all... <laughs> <laughs> All in all, Owen, 14 fuck? people were killed, including several Iraqi police officers, and 20 more civilians were wounded. My uh, question, did it, uh, any Blackwater die? Uh, no. Good. <laughs> the good guys got off. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jesus Christ. In the immediate aftermath of the attacks, Blackwater's right to conduct hey, Ryan, work... every brown man... <laughs> That's getting cut out, too. You can't trigger me like this. So, <laughs> uh, in the immediate aftermath of the attack... My uncle fought overseas! <laughs> I think, in I don't know, in Vietnam, but... <laughs> in the immediate aftermath of the They're attack... They're still kind of brown. <laughs> Blackwater's right to conduct work in Iraq were temporary, sus temporarily suspended. Oh, no. <laughs> Several Iraqi and American investigators... Have been conducted into the into the incident. Sorry, Iraq have investigators. Yeah, dude, someone's got to fucking investigate all those IEDs. <laughs> Jesus, they have them everywhere, man. I watched the Hurt Locker that the other oh. night. I know, I oh. know. Great movie. So uh, the incident caused Iraqi Prime Minister Nuri Al Maliki to call. <laughs> What's funny about that? What, it's a man's name. What's funny? A Maliki. It was your voice during it. <laughs> so it caused Prime Minister Nuri al-Maliki to uh, call on the U.S. government to end its contract with Blackwater and for the Iraqi government to push for an apology, uh, compensation for victims or their families, and for the guards involved uh, in the shooting to be held, quote, accountable. Yeah, it's not happening. We'll get there. So, the U.S. Uh, House passed a bill titled the Military Extra Extraterritorial Jurisdiction Act that would make all private contractors working in Iraq and other combat zones subject to prosecution by U.S. courts. Which means, Owen, up until this point, PMCs were not able to get fucking, like, prosecuted. They weren't liable. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't held accountable for their actions. If they killed just one guy, like, they're not going to jail in the U.S. It's kind of wild. Yeah. So... As of 2007, Blackwater is not permitted to work within Iraq. But did anyone get in trouble? I know you're wondering. I already figured no. Uh -oh. Oh, oh, my, my dear God. So five U.S. citizens were prosecuted on charges of manslaughter, attempted manslaughter, and weapons violations. The trial was set in early 2010, but was later thrown out of court because uh, the court found like various pieces of evidence... Of evidence were mishandled. How can you call it manslaughter when you're discharging an AR at a man? <laughs> That's yeah, not manslaughter. Manslaughter implies an accident. Yeah, manslaughter is when I accidentally hop a curb and hit a bicyclist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so not leaning out of a jeep with an AR. <laughs> this is when someone's going stop, stop. <laughs> That's stop. not manslaughter. <laughs> so this decision, Owen, was later overturned by none other than Sleepy Joe Biden. 
<laughs> and another trial. Got him. <laughs> Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> another trial was held in 2014. Wait, he overturned it? He overturned the... So they threw the court, the case out, yeah. and then he overturned that decision to throw it out, <sighs> being like, "No, they didn't. They it was like a legit court case." Like I how- thought he was a national hero <laughs> <laughs> up until now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he another trial would be held in 2017. Which keep in mind, that's pretty recent. They were put on trial in 2007. Yeah, so they waited seven fucking years to go to trial for this. Um, and so after 10 weeks of testimony and 28 days of jury deliberation. Four men were sentenced to the charges of first-degree murder, there it is. manslaughter, attempted manslaughter, and the crime of using a machine gun to commit a violent crime. Were these guys put in, like, military prison or just fed I just think, federal? I think, like, federal state prison. That sucks, dude. Um, one man was sentenced to life in prison, and the other three were sentenced to 30 years. Ooh. Which is strange, because the minimum charge for hurting someone with a... or using a machine gun to commit a violent cl- crime is 30 years... So their manslaughter charges didn't fucking give them any more years for some Weird. reason. I don't know. Can you imagine being in prison and you're like, I'm here for murder. What are you in for? I was fucking in the Iraqi war as a private military <laughs> contractor. And yeah, I fucking diddle, lit I, up some dudes. I used to diddle kids in the church parking lot. Yeah, well, I think I got you beat. <laughs> <laughs> I lit um, up a whole neighborhood, dude. <laughs> so... I was in the helicopter. <laughs> this this is my favorite part of the story, Owen. It takes kind of a funny twist because on December 22nd, 2020, Ooh, all right. U.S. President Donald J. Trump granted full presidential pardons to nice. all four men. Nice, dude. Real hero. Not he like Sleepy clear. Joe. <laughs> Fuck you, Sleepy Joe. <laughs> so a White House statement said that the men had, quote, a long history of service uh, to the nation as veterans yeah, of the U.S. Yeah, Armed Forces and yeah. that there was a strong support for the pardons from the public and elected officials. I feel like no one in the public wanted these guys to get out probably because, you not. know, they just murdered a bunch of yeah. innocent civilians And we're probably getting Iraq. paid a lot of money. Yes. Yeah. Um, I saw something what, about, What's, like, their average salary? I saw... I forget the average salary, but I saw something... They made, like, $1,200 a day. Jesus and fuck. And, like, they would, like, fucking brag about it to, like, U.S. Army guys. Yeah, I would, too. Be like, yeah. hey, suck my balls, dude. I'm making your salary in a week. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so, uh, oh, and so that's the story of the Blackwater Nazor Square Massacre, right? Fantastic. There's a I want little... you to know, to, to me, this isn't a smear on Blackwater. This is how do I join Blackwater? Oh, do you think this got them more press? Like, legitimately? like No. Because they, they got negative like, as barred fuck. from like all operations. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But Owen, this is going to make you want to start a uh, PMC because there's a little website that you and I have visited multiple times called <gasps> USAspending.gov, which is one of my favorite websites. Wait, wait, wait. Are there straight up military? Like there's like PMC contracts on that website as well. So, okay. If I type for, in PMC. For the folks at home who don't, you have to look up the company name, but for the okay. folks at home who don't know what USAspending.gov is, USAspending.gov is a website where... You can type in any company name or any, like... Um, Anything, really. Like, like any, ammunition. Like industry or, yeah. like, service or something like that. That the and government you can, contracts out. You can see exactly how much the government has paid to a via specific, various contracts yep. to specific companies. Yeah, like Lockheed Martin makes, like, $91 million a year or yeah. something. And like, so, oh, yeah. in total, in their for their work in Iraq... Yep. Blackwater was paid $20 billion by the U.S. government. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is a business started by two men, Ryan. Yes. You know you know something about you and I? We're two men. We're two men, right? You want to go kill brown people overseas? <laughs> $20 billion? $20 billion Holy in like fucking shit. four years. 
Oh my god! You know what their overhead? Their overhead's probably fucking crazy because they gotta buy helicopters and shit. Yo, war pays, dude. <laughs> Holy shit! Everyone always is like, "Oh, people make money off it." They do. Yes, they, they do. They fucking do. So, Holy oh, shit, dude! Uh, this is not the only time that uh, Blackwater has gotten in trouble. Believe it or not. All right. So this one's kind of quick. I couldn't find any great like. Most of the info I could find on this one was from a just like various articles, but okay. no like 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 newspaper articles. Um, so there's not like a ton on it. Um, two years after the Nazar Square massacre, nice. uh, Blackwater was operating in Afghanistan oh, yeah, yeah. via a subsidiary company called Paravant. Okay. So basically just got like a ton of fucking bad press and then just like started another company nice. to like do the same shit. Yep. Um, and in Kabul, there was a caravan driven by Paravant agents uh, and they got into an af- accident with a uh, Afghani driven Toyota. Um, How do you exchange the information on that? You probably just fucking point a gun at him and tell him not to report it. <laughs> Give me 20 bucks, fuckface. <laughs> uh, Paravant employees in the rear vehicle said they stopped uh, their car to aid the disabled vehicle in front of them, only to see the Toyota abruptly turn around and head back in their direction or something like that. Um, so they just shot into the car, killing oh, yeah, its passengers and a random Afghani man walking his dog. Oh, dude. Sometimes you don't have the best shot when you're under pressure. <laughs> I only included this because I thought it was funny that some random guy yep. is out walking his dog okay, in wait. Kabul. So they lit up the... Yeah, first off, what? So they lit up this guy that they rear-ended or something? Like, if I got in an accident with a bunch of, like, unmarked black vehicles and they got you out fully out loaded, I would also get the fuck out of there. Yeah. So that's probably what he was doing. I think, I think they actually got in an accident with another car, and then they saw, like, a Toyota speeding towards them, and they, like, lit them up. Oh, yeah, because he was um, probably like, fuck this. <laughs> like, okay, but because uh, I know you got to leave soon, so we're, we're going to breeze through this last one. We're going to talk about a company called Tier 1 Group. Okay. So do you remember Jamal Khashoggi? No. Okay, so Jamal Khashoggi, Jamal... Ahmad Khashoggi uh, was an Saudi Arabian journalist, dissonant author, and columnist for the Washington Post, and a general uh, manager and editor-in-chief of the Al Arab News Channel. All right. So, Didn't know they could have journalists in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> well, eh, not for long. Um, <laughs> so he also served as editor-in-chief for the Saudi Arabian newspaper, Al-Watan, uh, turning it into a platform for Saudi progressiveness. So, so Khashoggi. Sure. <laughs> so Khashoggi fled. <laughs> that took a minute. Uh, Khashoggi fled Saudi Arabia in September 2017, um, and he went into a self-imposed isolation nice. or uh, exile. Uh, he said that the Saudi government had quote banned him from Twitter, and he later wrote newspaper articles uh, critical of the Saudi government. Uh, Khashoggi had been a sharp critic uh, of the Saudi rulers. King Salman and Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Salman. Sal- Salmon? I think it's Salman. But... It's S-A-L-M-A-N. Salman. Salman? He's just a know. fish. <laughs> um, he also opposed the Saudi Arabian-led invasion or intervention in Yemen. Um, so he doesn't like the government. He thinks, I mean, like, it's, it's hard to like yeah. the government in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, where they kill honest. gays and shit. Yeah, yeah. The women can't drive. Yeah. Um, yep. You show so an ankle, you're fucking he, dead. Yeah. <laughs> he's a very outspoken reporter. Against the Saudi government. All right. So why am I talking about some random reporter in an episode about That's PMCs? That's my question. Um, well, here comes Tier 1 Group, Owen. Uh, this one gets a little bit conspiracy theory. Were they hired to assassinate him? We'll get there. So Tier 1 Group, formerly known as Aggressive Training Solutions, Fuck is that. a private company located in Crawfordsville, Arizona, founded okay. by retire, retired Marine Steve Reichert. Uh, Tier 1 Group provides military training 
in and outside the United States, as well as uh, civilian tactical medicine, whatever that means, military medicine, and law enforcement training. Um, so, Tier 1 Group has been providing training for, or had been providing training for Saudi soldiers with techniques such as, quote, safe marksmanship and, quote, counter countering an attack in order to better defend Saudi leaders. Okay. So they're, they're basically just training Saudi guards to, like, defend, like, the prince when he goes on a road trip. You know what I mean? So, in 2017, four men received such training from Tier 1 Group, as well as training in close quarters combat. Okay. So, in 2018, Owen, J- reporter Jamal Khashoggi entered the Saudi Arabian consulate in Istanbul to obtain documents related to his uh, planned marriage. But no CCTV f- uh, footage ever recorded him exiting. What there was CCTV footage of was those same four Saudi men... Oof. Entering sometime after Khashoggi, uh, these were the same men trained by Tier One Group. Nice. Um, and there's not footage of CT. C- there's not CCTV footage of those same four men killing and dismembering Khashoggi with a bone saw. Jesus. Um, but they did it. They did it. <laughs> um, and they were trained by a Arizona. They were trained by an American company. Nice. So initially, the Saudi government denied the death. But, uh, Why are we so good at training Saudi Arabians to do bad shit? Huh? Think about we it. We are? Yeah, we trained Osama, right? Well, yeah, we also trained the guys that did 9-11 into flying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. You know yeah. you know what my fun fact is? Uh-oh. So when they came into uh, the U.S., they stayed yep. at a cabin in Maine. I stayed at that same cabin. Wait, what? And the entire time, I was like, I could blow the fuck up out of this. <laughs> There's probably is there C4 in these walls. <laughs> um, so, initially, the Saudi government denied the death, but following shifting explanations for, for Khashoggi's death, Saudi Arabia's attorney general eventually stated that the murder was preeminated. Pre, 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 uh, Wait, so he, he was murdered in an embassy? Uh, in a consulate. Oh, okay. Right. Um by November twenty, or by November sixteenth, twenty eighteen, the CIA had concluded that the Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed Mohammed bin Salman ordered Khashoggi's assassination. Nice. They didn't just fucking kill him; they like hacked him apart him. with a bone saw. Dude. I'm sure he was probably partially alive. So this is sketchy as fuck because these guys were trained by American soldiers or yeah. by Americans. Now, Tier One's group did not uh, involve training techniques such as <laughs> dismemberment, dismemberment with bone saw. Um, and their techniques were approved by the government. Apparently, you have to do that. Like, all right, um, you can't like, like teach people how to torture people. Well, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. That sounds like some like back alley. Yeah, you gotta, you, you gotta, know, like, gotta backwoods go on the shit web for that one. Yeah, <laughs> buy a seminar. Oh god. <laughs> so officially, <laughs> no link between Tier One Group and Khashoggi's killers could be found, but it's still just very suspicious. All right. And that's the story of some shady PMC shit. Are there like a lot of PMCs in the U.S.? I think there are less than there were. Also, fun fact... Is Blackwater uh, still going? Yes. However, they've shifted a lot of their um, operations out of private military stuff because, like, the... It's too sketch. The They went public, and their, like, new CEO is just like, it's just too risky. Yeah, I um, mean, yeah. Whether your guys are, like, dying or you commit an act of genocide. Yep, yep. Like, They're just active just, war crimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they actually rebranded their fucking company into it's a they're not called Academia, which I think is fucking hilarious. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, not they like do other shit. They I think they like. What do they train. go abroad teach math? It's <laughs> <laughs> definitely uh, what they do. Not to not to the Middle Easterners. Hire some old fucking marine and be like, "Hey, go guy, go to you." <laughs> this is a triangle, kids. <laughs> 
Um, they do other random shit. I don't know exactly what they it's do. Weird. I think they do training and stuff like tier one group. Okay. Um, yeah, but that's the story of the Nizur massacre and Jamal Khashoggi's death. <sighs> All because of a George Clooney movie about goats. <laughs> you know, I met a guy that was beheaded by ISIS. Uh, how'd you meet him if he was already beheaded? Uh, he was beheaded. <laughs> he was beheaded after I met him. His name was James Foley. You can look it up. Um, I think he's kind of a pussy. Oh. <laughs> right before he got beheaded, they made him denounce America. It's like, dude, you're getting beheaded. Just say fuck you. Like, you're getting beheaded regardless. All right. I mean this in the nicest way possible, but I want to save this in case you get beheaded. See what you do. <laughs> I'm going to fucking start throwing shit at people. Yeah, I did a Human test. shit like your own feces? Yeah, I did a test the other day. Somebody tied my hands behind my back, and I was able to reach in my pants. I assume I could shit at the time. And then I was able to throw something with my hands tied behind my back. If they're like... In the renounce America, I just fucking shit my hand and throw it at him, you know, because I'm a brave warrior. Die like a man with poop in your hands, <laughs> yeah, dude. a it's dirty than, asshole and poop. It's better than being like, yeah, no, I don't think America is that good a country. And then, and then being fucking child, you can be headed regardless. Just like make That's their life point. as terrible as possible. Was that the guy that they posted on YouTube? Yeah, Oof. I've seen it. It's yeah. not good. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, I've also yeah. Yep. Actually, I think they posted a lot of. <laughs> Those videos. There was there was there were a lot at the time. Yeah. They like doing that. Anyways, if you like <laughs> this week's incredibly dark episode, um, make sure to follow us on Instagram at what happened underscore pod. Uh, we have a TikTok now. It's also what happened underscore pod. We got a Facebook. It's just the What Happened Podcast. Yeah. Also, you know, if you want to buy us a cup of coffee, go on Patreon. Yeah. Five bucks. Also, the What Happened. There's a theme here. A lot of it's named after us. <laughs> oh, uh, on the What Happened YouTube channel. Yep. It's in the link in our Instagram bio. I know we just said the name, but I'm going to reiterate for those listeners. It's the What Happened. <laughs> Two question marks. Two. Not one. What happened? <laughs>